Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing world and discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. That is two A's after the M. The email will be in the description along with all my social media links. So you can check that out. And again, just copy and paste the email. I know it's a little long, but it's the easiest way to kind of do it right now before I change it up. So lots of, lots of things to talk about today, actually. I, I was actually thinking that we don't have too many big topics to cover. They aren't really big, but a, a lot of new news has been coming out here and there, specifically in relation to uh, Nintendo, which we will get to a little bit later on. But of course, one of the first things we need to cover is Starfields, as that has been kind of going around uh, the news circles, especially you know on the gaming side, quite a bit. A lot of people have been wondering whether or not this game will be coming out on PlayStation I do believe it was initially slated to be on PlayStation because that was before Bethesda Games got bought by Microsoft. It was set to be a multi-platform game, kind of like all of Bethesda Games in the past. But it does seem, from all the rumors that have been coming out, uh, information from insiders, stuff like that, that it is going to be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Now, this is not a big surprise. I think a lot of us were expecting this. I was expecting this because... Like, I just did not see why they would spend so much money on Bethesda and then not take advantage of that. You know, just turn it into a third-party game development studio and, and or like a platform, whatever you want to call Bethesda Games as a whole uh, publisher, I guess. But, you know, like, they, Microsoft just does not want to do that right now because... Or they, they shouldn't want to do that because they do need to grow their platform. They do need to grow uh, the subscriptions to Game Pass. They do need to grow Xbox as a, as a whole. And of course, like, you know, you can get Game Pass on PC, you can get Game Pass on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, stuff like that. And we've seen with games like MLB The Show or Outriders, where, you know, those games are third party uh, and came out on, on PlayStation and other consoles. But they were, of course, day one on Game Pass and how how big that was. But, you know, of course, that can only push people towards the Xbox platform so much, Getting getting Game Pass and an Xbox console just for a couple of games that are on Game Pass is not going to be worth it. It's the same as buying a console and buying it for one or two games only and then not having anything else to play. So I think Xbox is already realizing that or already probably realized that a while back. And, you know, they, they realized that, okay, look, we need to actually have proper God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man-like exclusives only on xbox so that at least we can drive sales to the platform and then once people get into the platform we can tell them that look we have game pass and we have all these games so you you know you want to go to go to the playstation side for games like spider-man 2 god of war 2 horizon forbidden west ration clank you want to go there for that that's cool but look what we have we have starfield we have the new elder scroll we have well first i3 we have evil within 3 we have doom 4 like you know like they i think that's kind of what they are trying to push now i think and it's good that they find realize it because for, for a while i was worried i was worried that xbox was just trying to turn themselves into a publisher almost with a console on the side that you can buy or, or, or not buy if you want and i never really understood that sort of a that sort of a mindset because 
for me, it's kind of like, wait, don't you, you should want to push your console because then why are you making consoles otherwise? Like you wouldn't, I kind of kept reading that again and again, where people will claim that, oh no, Xbox isn't in the in the console business anymore. They don't really care about selling consoles. I'm like, no, okay. Obviously they care about selling consoles. Otherwise they won't make it. If Xbox doesn't care about selling consoles, the consoles would be gone and they would primarily be try to try to be on every console like, like Nintendo or, or PlayStation. But that's not the case. They still have the console and they still are trying to push the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. And for that, they do need games. You can't you can't rely on Game Pass for like if it has like 150 games or 200 games. But there are like a couple of gems, but all the other games are like 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10, right? That's that's great. But that's not going to push someone to, first of all, buy a $500 or whatever console and then subscribe monthly to something. Instead, what you want to do is say, Look, this is one game. This is a game here called Starfield, for example, that is going to blow your mind. It's being made by Todd Howard and the team that brought you Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Not Fallout 76, but the, the good Fallout. And they're making a new game that's only on this console. And you know you'll spend hundreds of hours on it. And at the same time, if you don't want to buy the game day one, don't worry. Just buy the console. Buy the console and you have Game Pass already for like a month or two months or three months or whatever for a dollar. There'll be more than enough time for you to play Starfield, but they've gotten you in. Even even if the game doesn't sell well, it will still show that like a lot of people play that game. But on top of that, it will still be like this person is in. This person is in the ecosystem now, and I think they need games like that. They need people to be pushed towards the console because right now they're not doing a, a very good job. Even with games like MLB The Show and Outriders, and I think Knockout City, the EA free-to-play, not a free-to-play game, but the EA multiplayer game, I think that's coming out their day one as well. And it's like normally like a $20 game. But you can see that throughout the year, they are kind of making these deals, but that's still not enough because at the end of the day, it does come down to, okay, I have a PS5 already. Do I want to spend $500 more, like on top of what I've already spent on my PS5 to buy an Xbox and then get Game Pass? It's like, no, okay. It'll be cheaper for me to buy the game for full price, even though it's day one on Game Pass. I can just buy the game full price and that's cheaper. In the long run, that's cheaper. So like, I think that's the thing that Microsoft has maybe realized or hopefully realized that that they can't rely on people who already are invested in other consoles or other systems. Uh, and especially when these games are available there, they can't rely on them saying, okay, I need to buy a new console and then get the service, you know? Instead, it should be, okay, we need to have actual, actual marquee games that will get people to switch over. We need we need that new God of War. We need that new Spider-Man. We need that game or The Last of Us Part 2 or Ghost of Tsushima. Like, like see, like that's, this is what PlayStation has done a great job of. They were so consistent with the big, big games coming out almost like yearly after, I think, Bloodborne or around that time. And because of that, they basically ensured that there will always be a reason for people to come to PlayStation. And even in the first year, which I was, I'm already surprised by, you know, like even with Miles Morales and Demon Souls and Sackboy, even though some of those games are on PS4, like this year itself, you know, we've had Returnal, which again, you already know my opinion on that game and everything like that when it comes to the price. But Returnal obviously got really great reviews. People seem to be liking it. We have Ratchet and Clank. And from what it seems, we're going to be getting Horizon Forbidden West. So, you know, just in this year itself, we have two, if not three, game of the year contenders based on you know what we've been reading in terms of reviews and everything whereas on the microsoft side that's not really happening the main game that i remember playing on the microsoft side was the medium and that was i did not like that game i was so excited for like a horror game by the bloober team and i don't know it just i was just so disappointed by what the game was and the the payoff at the end was not worth it 
So I just hope that Microsoft realizes, okay, we have Halo Infinite coming out hopefully this year. That's a big game, but we need more. We can't just we can't just have one game. It's like it's like if PlayStation said, all right, we're gonna put out a new Resistance game, and uh, here you go, Resistance game has a story, has multiplayer. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, check out PlayStation Now. We have some cool games on PlayStation Now. Like people would not be people would be making fun of PlayStation as well. So it's not like you know, it's not like Microsoft is the only one that that will be. Uh, that will kind of get all the heat from all of this in a way because PlayStation will get the same kind of heat if they were doing the same thing. And I wish that, I would, I do wish that Microsoft kind of planned their releases accordingly, that they were like, okay, you know what? First year, we need to convince people to come to Xbox. So let's have stuff ready. But it seems like they don't have a lot of stuff ready. And they are, I think, hoping that maybe within within the next couple of weeks, maybe something would develop. Maybe in the next couple of weeks, they'll just get more third-party support for Game Pass, which again is great, but it is still cheaper to just buy the game or even wait for a sale and buy the game on your own console or whatever system you have at that point. So I'm hoping that with Halo Infinite, like around that time, they'll say, okay, we have Halo Infinite, we have Forza, we have a, the new Fable, we have some just just something, just something where when people see the trailers, people are, are just mesmerized. People are just amazed at how is this possible on a video game console? How is this possible in 2021? I think that's what I'm looking forward to. And I do believe Microsoft can do it. A lot of people I always kind of mention this because I was a big 360 fan. Like I used to like Microsoft 360 fan at that time. I used to love the, my 360. I used to play so much stuff on my 360. And because of the games, because over time on the 360, a lot of the games started like kind of going down. We weren't getting as many exclusives. And PS3 was like, oh, we got Uncharted 2. It was getting 10 out of 10s. Oh, there's, you know, like all these like uh, Ration Clients games that were getting all these amazing reviews. And that's kind of what made me switch to PlayStation after the 360 era. And I was... I was just kind of I was just kind of stuck there, even though I still bought all the consoles for uh, the, for the generation or whatever. But I was still I was just stuck on the PlayStation uh, PlayStation side since then. So I I do hope that you know Microsoft is able to do it. Like if PlayStation was able to do it with me at that time, Microsoft can definitely do it to anyone at this time as well. So from this, we can move on to Nintendo being Nintendo. Nintendo has been very much Nintendo and Nintendoing things like Nintendo does at all times. Nintendo, but. The main thing is it comes to is the uh, the Skyward Sword HD edition or uh, remaster, whatever you want to call it. It's supposed to be coming out very very soon. I'm already I've already made my my stance clear in terms of the price of this game. I don't agree. I do not think that this should be a full price game. It's a remaster. It should be priced like a remaster, like Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which I I was like I just kind of made a video on it a little while back that I was not too excited about it, but that was a game that is full price and has three games and it's hundreds hundreds if not more than like 200 of hours worth of games a game and like just gameplay i guess in that one disc or that one file and you know that was full price and here we have skyward sword hd and i've been playing through a lot of zelda games and all of them kind of end up in around like the the 15 to 20 hour range if not like if it's like it could be less depending on how you play but you know for 15 20 hours which is it's like of course that's perfect but again it's a remaster it's a remaster of an older game where it does not really look that HD in my opinion. Like I've seen like the gameplay, everything like that, and it looks cool. It looks okay. Uh, I'm still going to play it on my Wii U. I'm not going to wait for this because it's cheaper on the Wii U and stuff like that. But uh, aside from that, the main issue is right now that apparently there's a new feature in the game where if you want to, if you want to fast travel uh, between like the sky and, like, and, and the ground, basically, because there's like a sky area and the ground area, Normally, what you do in the base game is you basically go to a specific location and it will allow you to fast travel between those points. That's kind of what you do. So in this HD, HD game, what they HD remaster, what they've done is they've allowed you to actually just kind of go to the sky wherever you want. 
right? Awesome. Like that's a good feature. Quality of life. That's kind of the whole point of these remasters, I guess. But Nintendo being Nintendo decided that you can only do that if you buy one of their Amiibo. So a new loft wing Amiibo is coming out and this is their way of pushing that Amiibo. And I don't know how many times or what else I need to do or say when it comes to Nintendo and, and their anti-consumer practices at this point. You know, as much as I love Nintendo, I, I'm more than... Same thing with Sony. Like, I just wish people would be able to criticize these companies because these companies do not care about you. I just feel like I have to always say that. They do not care about you, their business. All they care about is making money and making more money than what they made the last year and the, la- the year before that. That's, that's their business. That's what they do. And I just wish people wouldn't defend stuff like this because all this does is give them more, give them more reason to continue doing this. And like, I, I do hope this gets called out. Like the fact that they're locking a new feature that should be a given behind an Amiibo, an Amiibo that's not very cheap. Like Amiibo, Amiibos, especially like nowadays, I've noticed like some of them go for a really, really high price. It's almost like, like the whole Funko Pop craze where some of them are like just overpriced. Uh, and like, that's kind of what, what happens with these. And now people will be rushing to buy this just so that they can have some convenience to the game. So you're paying 60 USD and then you're playing another 20, 30. I don't know how much this Amiibo is, but you're playing another set of that just to be able to fast travel in this game. Like, come on, like Nintendo, like this should not be allowed. This should not be allowed. And and like, you know, we, again, like we need to vote with our wallets. Like, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it because if you really want to play this game, so I have to like take a bit of a pause there because I just couldn't, I, you know, I have to kind of get my thoughts together because it does get me heated. Like this gets me heated up. Like I, I just, I like, if you want to play this game, if you want to play Skyward Sword HD, you know, see if you can buy like a secondhand Wii or secondhand Wii U and like get it there, I guess. Or, you know, if you want to buy Skyward Sword HD, just wait, just wait for a while. Not Don't purchase it yet. Just wait. Maybe they'll drop the price. We know they don't really do that too often when it comes to dropping the price, but like, just leave it. Just leave it for a while maybe check back like later, maybe they've, they've learned their lesson. I don't know. But the problem is just that supporting this is what they're going to do is, all right, let's just make Super Mario Galaxy 2 in HD and that will be $60 and people will buy it. Right. And that's, that's the issue. You have some amazing Nintendo exclusives like Monster Hunter Rise, for example, that just came out. That is amazing. That has so much amounts of gameplay, looks great, runs amazing, plays amazingly well on handheld and on the screen. And that's like perfect. And then on the other end, you see stuff like this and it's just it's just very like very contrasting ways of of working in that company and like i just wish that like if if us as players banded together and us as players took a stance that no this is not okay we're not gonna pay 60 dollars for this we're not gonna buy this amiibo nintendo will start to change nintendo will adapt accordingly as we have seen with microsoft as we have seen with sony it's all about voting with your wallets and i really really hope that that is something that people start doing with nintendo before this gets too far so the next thing I want to talk about is The Last of Us Part 2 just had a PS5 patch. So it looks really good from what I can see. It has like, it's like basic 60 frames per second, 4K. And it honestly looks good enough to the point that I'm like willing to kind of go back in and kind of play it again. Um, you know, even though like I have like specific feelings about that game, I do, I did really enjoy it. I do uh, like the storytelling, the, the, the tech, the gameplay, everything they were able to do with Last of Us Part 2. Like I just really, really love. And I think because of that, like, I like, it's just when you switch or when you get a game and you play at 30 FPS or, or whatever it is, and then you, you get it like on the, the same game on the PC, it's honestly a different experience. It's, it's the same game. So, you know, the story beats, you know, stuff here and there, but honestly, it feels like a completely new game at that point in terms of the look and the feel of the game. 
and it like it just to kind of go in and play it again like that is honestly makes a huge huge difference so like i've i haven't played last of us since the first time i played it and like i did want to platinum the game at some point so i feel like this has given me the perfect reasoning to just go back in and start try to platinum the game because it's like here you go 60 fps patch 4k everything like that everything runs smooth i haven't re- i haven't read up digital foundry's report in terms of how it runs if it runs perfectly if there's any hitch- hitches if there's any uh, stutters or any issues like that but sony when it comes to releasing 60 fps patches does do a good job they do make sure that the game runs perfectly you know before pushing something like that out so i'm pretty excited about that so i don't know if anyone else is excited to kind of jump in i'm just i'm more excited to just see every single game get a ps5 patch or any ps4 game get a ps5 patch because you know game like gta 5 i know has an enhanced edition coming out this year which they will probably expect us to pay more money for but like any game that i play that's on the ps4 and i'm playing it on ps5 like here and there it's very noticeable it's very noticeable when it doesn't have a patch and it's kind of to the point of like like come on like why why can't we do something that like that xbox is doing you know with the fps boost like basically all their games or a big majority of their games have the have these fps boosts that goes up to 120 fps so i was like i was just hoping that you know playstation does something like that but again like i said with your wallets like if they don't see it if they don't see the numbers go down if they don't see people complaining too much about it uh, they won't care and that's 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 the issue at the end of the day but i do hope that more games get this kind of ps5 patch i don't know where uh, so I can kind of go back in and play these games again. The next thing I want to talk about, the last topic of, of the day, is that it seems that PlayStation is making a big push towards PC gaming. Um, this kind of just spurred on, obviously, we had Days Gone, the PC version, come out, I think, just a little while back. And at the same time, uh, yeah, last week, actually. Yeah, no, sorry, this week. Sorry, my bad. This week. And then uh, we have, like, on the Steam page, obviously, you can, you, can, you can see Days Gone, stuff like that. But apparently, it also has, like, this, like, tab or this thing that says how many games are on that playstation storefront on steam or whatever and i forgot what the exact number was but i think it was over like 20 or 30 something like that it was like it was like a huge number and basically it's just kind of pointing to pointing towards what all of us knew or or the shift that we started noticing when it comes to sony that they are trying to basically kind of take microsoft's approach of hey okay look our consoles are available our consoles are here if you want to play all the games on the console, that's perfect. But the PC gaming market is separate from the console market. You know, like a lot of people, for some reason, assume that if you buy, if you buy a PC, you're not gonna buy a console, and and vice versa, right? But a lot of times, a lot of people's cases, like it's that's not the case. Like everyone needs a PC nowadays. Everyone needs a computer, right? Obviously, the type of PC you have in terms of games you can run, that's different. But everyone needs a PC, and it might not primarily be for gaming. And I think over time, both these companies, Xbox obviously realized it earlier on that that market does not seem to kind of in any way take away sales from Xbox, nor does it in any way kind of, you know, fuel this console war thing in a way. Basically, the main thing is that Sony can sell their games on the PlayStation and people will buy the PlayStation console if they want to, or they can sell their games on the PC and people who have a PC or people who are inclined to PC gaming will then also be able to buy it. And I think that's like the thing that Sony has realized that, okay, yeah, we, we can actually put these games on a PC and that will not affect our bottom line. That will not affect our console push at all in any way. In fact, we'll actually start selling these games even more. And the, the approach that, that Sony is taking, which I appreciate a little bit more than what uh, Microsoft is doing, is that, what, is that they're trying to basically lay the ground for these PC gamers to maybe purchase a PS5 on top of their... Uh, on top of the PC, kind of the point I was making before that if you have a PC, it's, you can still have a console. It's not like 
you have to have one or the other. So I think what they started doing is, hey, we're gonna have the we're gonna have the first first part of the game. So let's say if it's Spider Man One, and Spider Man Two is coming out in like a year or so. So Spider-Man 1 comes out on PC. People love it. They're like, oh, I love this game. When's Spider-Man 2 coming out? Oh, we have no plans for Spider-Man 2 to come out on PC, but it will be available on PS5 this November, for example. Same thing with, you know, Ratchet & Clank. Ratchet & Clank, if it if they do release it on PC uh, around the time of, of a Rift Apart, maybe they put it on PC and they're like, hey, here you go. It's on PC, the first game, not Rift Apart. But everyone's like, oh my God, this Ratchet & Clank game is awesome. I want to play more. They're like, if you want to play more, perfect. You uh, Unfortunately, you need to get a PS5, you know? I think that's the approach that Sony's taking that let's put all of our games on the PC, but let's stagger them. Let's not put the newest, greatest games that you know everyone wants to play now. Let's put games that came out a little while back, put them on the PC, let people kind of enjoy the game and play the game and realize that, hey, this this first game in the series, like Last of Us Part 1, this is awesome. How do I play Last of Us Part 2? Oh, I need to get the console. Mm, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know, PlayStation has like all these other games that I've been playing on the PC. So it's like four or five games that I either want to check out, I want to play. Okay, yeah, you know what? If a PS5 is available, I'll pick it up. I think that's what the that's the conversation they're going for, not Xbox's approach, which is, oh, all their games are going to be on PC. Even the new generation one, anything like Halo Infinite, whenever it comes day one, it'll be on PC. Yeah, why do I need an Xbox? I'll just play on my PC. I, I'm, I need to buy a new RTX card either way. I'm just going to wait in front of you know, micro center or kind of computers or whatever, and just kind of wait for a new RTX card. And, and that's the only purchase I need. And it's just kind of, just kind of ensuring that, okay, no way, there's no need for our console, which is again, a great approach. This is Microsoft's approach and that's perfectly understandable. And it's, it's doing a great job, but Sony is realizing how much money they're making from that gaming division with focus on their console. And the consoles are selling like crazy. That's like the, the biggest thing that people want right now. Anyone and if, if you ask anyone in terms of what consoles they want, a majority of the time they will say they want a PS5, even though I think they should be saying Nintendo, but obviously a lot, Nintendo Switches are a lot easier to find, but I think a lot of them are kind of saying that, yep, I want a PS5, that's the way to go. And I think that's the thing that like is making Sony, just is, is going to make Sony a bit more dominant on the PC gaming space as well, I believe, just because like I don't, obviously I'm not going to compare, you know, uh, Days Gone to Halo Infinite. But like I'm, I'm talking about the overall business structure of like, okay, we're gonna put Days Gone, like they put Horizon, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. We're gonna put these first games in the series, see how people like it, see if they like. It. And obviously, it's it's like sells, it's on a bestseller, is like it's doing doing great. People are like loving the game, everything like that. It has all the PC bells and whistles, and then it just comes to a point of okay, now we want you to go buy this, kind of like the Apple mindset almost. It's like okay, you bought this thing, all right. So if you want to continue this ecosystem program of ours, you need to buy the next thing. You need to buy a PS5 console to get the next thing, to get the rumble, to get the HD stuff. You know, like it's just kind of like the way they set it up is a way to kind of put you in that ecosystem. Whereas Xbox is definitely taking a better approach, but I don't know if it's a better approach in terms of profits or if, it, if it's a better approach in terms of them actually making a lot of money. And like, there's no surprise, like no, uh, no secret, I guess, because of the whole Epic a Apple um, lawsuit thing that's happening that a lot of financials for these companies have been coming out and it has been coming out that, you know, Sony has been doing the best. And I think I'm pretty sure like that's kind of what Xbox would want to do. If not better, they would want to be better than they have the money. They have the investment. They can invest so much compared because they have the backing of Microsoft. Whereas so PlayStation has the backing of Sony, which is a big company for sure, but nothing compared to Microsoft. Right. And the fact that they are able to do better than them, the fact that Nintendo is able to do better than them, it tells them a lot that, okay, we need to change our approach. So I don't, I really appreciate like the game passing. I mean, I love it because I have a gaming PC and I can play all the game pass games, 
but I also want to look out for the brand. I, I think about it in terms of brand and what they should do, which is why I, I completely agree that they do need to, uh, Xbox does need to start to make some of these Bethesda games exclusives because otherwise, what's the point? Like, what? no, no one's going to buy your console otherwise. And similarly, I really appreciate PlayStation with what they're doing. And it, it's like, you know, like as it's unfolding, I'm realizing, I'm like, okay, wow, this is actually a very smart play because God of War sales have slowed down. Everyone on the PlayStation has already bought it. So it's like, okay, what do we put on, on PC? Then we'll get a huge market who will has never played this game, who will love God of War. And then if they want to play God of War Ragnarok number two, they have to buy a PS5 or they can wait similarly like this. They can wait another three to four years. And like the thing is that what they're pushing for is quality. They're pushing for the fact that they know these games are so good that you want to play a sequel as soon as it comes out and not wait three or four years. And I think that just tells you what what sort of push Sony has. And I hopefully it I hopefully it also pushes away any fears or anything that people had about exclusives and what's happening within the company and stuff like that, because it does seem like they're doing, they're pu- they're pushing this quite well. And I won't be surprised if this is going to be, I mean, it's always is, it's going to be like a great year for Sony. And if they keep pushing in this way, I won't be surprised if we start seeing all these PC gamers uh, who are, you know, primarily PC gamers decide that, okay, you know what? PS5 might be my first, uh, first video game console. Thank you so much everyone for joining. We will be skipping on the game that I have been playing for this week. I will be catching up on that next week, mainly because I haven't been playing anything new. So we'll kind of catch up on that next week. But please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. There's two A's after the M. Again, the, the email will be in the description below. So you can just copy and paste it just in case. And yep, please message me if you have any questions, inquiries, anything like that. And I will see you next time. Bye.